You ever seen a ghost? Been abducted? Heard your name whispered from the other room when you're all alone? No, you say? Me either. But if you're like me, you're still fascinated by the paranormal. It seems everyone else has had an experience, and you want to believe it all. So why doesn't it happen to us? What does it all mean? How does it work? Is any of it real? Welcome to Paranorm Girl, a show that will attempt to answer these questions by taking the paranormal completely apart in search of proof. I'm not a blind believer, nor a hardened skeptic. I'm just looking for answers and willing to accept what I find. Hey guys, thank you for joining me yet again. This is Paranorm Girl. I'm your host, Kristen. Today is a very special day. Why is it special? Because I'm cooking up something a little different for you guys. Uh, give y'all a, a breather from our regular format. Welcome to Paranorm Girls' first ever Conversation with a Believer segment. What is that? What does that mean, you might ask? Well, what that means is I am going to be interviewing a fellow human person and discussing their thoughts and beliefs surrounding the paranormal. Since the beginning of my own personal journey and collection of beliefs, one of my favorite parts about this world was that feeling of communion and closeness you get to feel when you come across another person who is willing to talk about things that go a little deeper. When you find someone willing to bat theories around, to divulge what they truly believe, to go beneath the surface layer and be strange with you. That is my type of person. I don't really waste my time with anyone more shallow than that. So it is with great excitement and pleasure I introduce my first ever guest on the show, my very own partner in crime and all things for the past going on 13 years now, Mr. Lee Fleming. My, Yay. <laughs> my, my, my name is Lee and I'm a believer. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to our conversation. <laughs> this is not this is not group therapy. <laughs> um, well, welcome to the show, darling. Um, so, Love I love what uh, you've done with the space. <laughs> Do you like it? I like it. Yeah, it used to be a closet. Now it's a recording booth. It's it's got some closet esque aspects it to character. it. Still, it's got character. I like that. You're so supportive. So, um, yeah. So I didn't uh, I didn't get a bio together i didn't ask you for a bio because that's the level of professionalism (laughs) i'm at Uh, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself mr fleming um what do you what do you want to know what uh, (laughs) i'm sorry was that a was that question too broad well no i mean um i suppose we'll just talk about um so i've never really had like any significant experiences um always been interested in, in paranormal and um things that astral projection used to be fascinated with astral projection Ooh, we're gonna um, we're gonna get into that yeah, I, tried, I didn't know that i tried a little bit like in high school i found some uh book um but it was like a borders or something like that so i don't think it was too like legit <laughs> astral projection book it, oh man i miss uh, borders didn't they, they all close right it's bankrupt I, um I think so. I think they are all closed. Aww. There might be one Mittery, or there was. Was there? I think uh, there might still be there. Oh. Do you remember uh, Half Price Books? Anybody oh, yeah. listening in Washington will remember Half Price yeah, Books. Yeah, there is still Half Price Books in Olympia, or there was <sighs> There was one in Tacoma. Ago. 
that I used to hit up all the time when I lived with uh, my bro. Um, okay, and what about... Um, so we are going to get into the astral projection thing. I'm going to mm. ask And I also tried to turn myself into a werewolf on several occasions, you, which never... You tried to turn yourself into a werewolf? Yeah, yeah I found it. So there's you're, another, you're all into cryptids and there's stuff. A, there's another book that I found that supposedly had this incantation. Is there a hidden furry's expectation that I'm not aware of yet? Mm. We, we've been together long enough, you can tell me. Um, I think it makes my nose hair grow faster, but... <laughs> Other than that, it's, those hairs haven't been the same since then. But oh other than that, nothing, okay. nothing, nothing really changed. No. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that, but we'll go somewhere with that. All right, all right. So, uh, you know, we're we're gonna just right out the gate. I wanna I wanna ask the hard hitting questions. The first Capricorn. Of which, <laughs> the first of which is, are you sick of being asked to be on your roommates and now your girlfriend's podcast? No, I love podcasts. Podcasts are fun. Plus, I like hanging out with you guys anyway. That's so. right. Even <laughs> if it's inside of a hot closet. It's, it is getting hot in here now that there's two That's bodies a, throwing yeah. off. Ooh, that could be the name of our production company. It's hot Closet hot Production. No, Hot Closet Productions. <laughs> Which is also a sex move to the hot closet. Is it? It's similar to the Alabama Hot You're Pocket. You're making that up. I know no, you are. No, Google it. No. All right. <laughs> so, two girls, one hot closet. So... So this being a paranormal podcast, let's let's actually get into some of these questions. Oh, and, and um, thank you again for coming on this. If, uh, if anybody listening has not gotten the idea yet, so this is a segment I want to start. Um, it's called Conversation with a Believer, where I just have really anybody can come on and, and uh, you know, just be on the show for the episode and just talk about their thoughts and their theories and, you know, how they arrived at their believer status or or what have you. I just I just want to have this conversation with people. Yeah. So, yeah, thank I, you. I came all the way from the living room yeah. just to be here. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a long commute, <laughs> I, and I appreciate you, you making it for me. Uh, so let's get right into it. Lee. That's me. Would you would you classify yourself as a skeptic, a believer, or a mix of both? Um, maybe a little. I'm uh, describe myself as cautiously optimistic that there there's things out there that we uh, don't understand that we can't sense with either our uh, senses that our creator gave us or the uh, equipment that we have yet to like. Without a doubt, say okay, that's that's a ghost. Mm. Okay. Um, so I think I mean I think there's a lot of things that we don't understand, and over the years, like I mean, we used to think that uh, every every planet and the sun revolved around the Earth, and at some point they figured out that okay, that's that's not the case. Um, so I mean, all we can, um, I mean, science grows by leaps and bounds, and at some sure. point maybe they can prove it. Um, we can only see, I mean, just for an example, like, um, you know, eyesight. There's a huge spectrum of light waves. Yeah. But we can I, only see a very yeah. small part of it. But obviously, s- things are going to exist outside of outside of that, um, our little little segment right, that we can right. see. Right, right. I just talked about that, that very thing not that long ago. It's it's crazy. Yeah. All the, yeah, all of the things you cannot see, you yeah. cannot here uh but we know it's there we know yeah. it exists yeah so you are you're cautiously optimistic that this stuff exists you're open-minded yeah um, about it and um yeah well willing to willing to learn willing to listen and until what the right proof presents itself yeah well, maybe not even proof just strong 
stronger evidence, strong evidence, or at least enough for me to say, okay, I'm fully bought into it now. Okay. But uh, okay, I feel the same way about Bitcoin. I'm, bull- oh, I'm really? bullish on Bitcoin, and I'm bullish on the paranormal. <laughs> bullish. I like yes. that. Okay. Well, okay. How long have you retained this sort of view of the supernatural, um, and what has contributed most to this retained belief? Um, pretty much as long as I can remember. Always, always, I think one thing... Uh, I think I'm smart enough to recognize that I'm stupid, which I th- I think kind of <laughs> plays um, plays into it. Like I can if you're stupid, then we're well, all screwed. I can, like well, I can I'm smart enough to realize that I don't know everything by a long shot. Sure. So um, yeah, so I just uh, I mean I think there's a lot of things out there that we just don't understand. And just and we need as people we need like proof we need to be able to see it we need to be able to touch it we need mm. to be able to hear it mm-hmm. um and i think there's there's more to it than that right um do you... also um i was kind of a dork like in school and stuff <laughs> i didn't have a lot of friends so i had a lot of time to sit and ponder things like this oh same same buddy well, okay, so speaking of growing up, were, uh, were you surrounded by people who were supportive of this type of thing or were willing to communicate on this level, or were they very dismissive? No, pretty much, pretty much everybody I was around was, um, I don't know if it was by coincidence or by design, but we all kind of had the same, we were all like really into like sci-fi and fantasy and paranormal and um, things like that. And so most of the, most of the people I grew up around um, had kind of similar interests and okay. pretty open-minded to, there's probably a lot out there that we don't understand. Okay. Okay. So, so that being the case, you know, you, you did have access to this kind of stuff. People were generally open-minded growing up when you were a kid. Um, has your belief in the paranormal changed or evolved at all from childhood to now? Um, stronger now, just because uh, I've been looking at it a little bit more before. It was just kind of, you know, yeah, I believed it was out there. But now um, I'm just watching a lot more documentaries and TV mm-hmm. shows. And then we did our ghost hunt and we found a couple couple cool things yeah. on the little ghost hunt that we did. A couple EVPs and yes, orbs. Yes. Um, my attitude's still pretty much the same, but I'm a little bit more active in in exploring it now than I was when I was younger. Okay, is it because you're closer to death? <laughs> um, subconsciously, probably. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I'm uh, I'm glad you brought up the ghost hunt thing. That was something I was thinking I wanted to talk about today. Just kind of explore a little bit. So. Yes. So we Lee and I actually conducted our very own like recorded ghost hunt for for a series that you had an idea for and someday it may finish maybe finished editing <laughs> so so okay all right all right so we did this like not not that uh, long before we ended up moving from LA to New Orleans we went and investigated this office uh, space it was an office building of sorts um, and there was like an old chapel on the side of it it was really cool um, and we did we did get some things right. We we ended mm-hmm. up getting a couple of like short EVPs. Um, yeah, those two EVPs in the in the bathroom. Oh yeah, 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 and mm-hmm. some and orbs. And a whole lot of orbs. Um, a couple of them really. Um, I mean, some of them definitely could have been dust or um, 
some kind of insect or something. But there was a couple that were pretty. I mean, there's that one that went straight parallel after we heard that noise down the hallway yeah. that we were trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. We had that one that went like straight parallel along the ceiling into oh. one of the offices. Okay. okay. And then there was that one when you were doing a EVP session um, that went like straight up from the recorder on the desk, like into 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 your hair. Oh. And there's, okay. there's no about that air one. or anything on. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We so had like, this the way air was off. was kind of weird. So that was, that was kind of cool. Okay. Seeing, looking back and seeing. Okay. Seeing yeah, because I know you've been you've been working on that. You're you're the main editor for really any film thing that we end up doing. So you've been you had your eyes on it and remember this stuff more than I do. Um, and then we ended up doing uh, the the ghost hunt in New Orleans. Uh, it was a trip that we made here mm. before we yeah. moved here. That was a lot of fun. It's oh. it's this regular ghost hunt that they do. They'll take groups out to this. It's like this um, like extra yeah. house outside of the main yeah, house. Yeah, it was like an old, I think it was I think it was an old hospital, and it was also yeah. like a slave quarters yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And it had a, a two pretty, story, pretty interesting history. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a cool place. Yeah, yeah and the, um, the little four-hour lockdown. And it was really cool because, like, okay, so they'll take groups in, and they kind of they give each person in the group like a different piece of equipment, you know, to to track or investigate or whatever. Yeah. So I think that night I got the it was the headphones and like the recorder. So like everything, yeah. I had the noise canceling headphones on the entire night. Like it was very loud in my ears. I remember catching some stuff. You had this. Um, like it was, was a like, meter. It was an EMF. EMF. Was, yeah. 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 And I remember distinctly, I was thinking about it this morning. Uh, you were over in the living room at one point and it was in your hand and there, there weren't a lot of people around you or anything. You were just kind of off doing your own, you know, sweep and nobody was getting anything. And I looked down and I saw the lights on the thing just, just yeah, light up a couple of times, just suddenly out of nowhere. It was, oh God, it was, that was a lot of fun. We got to do that again. I can't remember yeah. the name of the, uh, the tour, but, uh. Yeah, I'll put the link for it in the show notes yeah, so I can find it. Google Y'all it. should check it out. As soon as I hear it, I'll remember it. Yeah, but yeah it, was, it was really cool. So the guy the, leading it was really cool too. I can't yeah, remember his name. Michael. You, Michael. Michael. Michael something. Yeah. I want to say Michael Roger, but it wasn't. Something that's, like that. That's, that's somebody close, I used though. to work for. <laughs> it, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, uh, yeah. He was really oh, cool though. Wow. Really, yeah, yeah. He was, he was really, a lot he of fun. Good stories. That was a lot of fun, but um, and then for future, like, so we're uh, if you can't tell, we're into like ghost hunting and ghost investigation. So we have been talking about making a trip to Myrtle's, Myrtle's plantation. plantation, which is notoriously haunted, and not to do like an official investigation or anything. I don't think they they want people to do that, but you know they market it as a very haunted location. It's a bed and breakfast. You can come and stay here, sleep with the ghosts and stuff. So you know, yeah. if yeah. we bring a recorder. Or uh, you know our yeah, EVP, couple, couple you know EMF and... reader, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and then oh, and then one more on this subject, and then we'll move on. Um, have you ever heard of the Estes method? Mm-mm. Okay, so the Estes method is a way of recording um, EVPs, like like cataloging them and and just kind of viewing them differently. So. Essentially, one person is going to have the headphones on, noise-canceling headphones on, and it's going to be plugged right into the voice, the spirit box. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's going to be other people who do not have headphones on. They are the ones that are asking the questions. Okay. So they will ask the questions, and the person who's got the headphones on is just spitting okay. out whatever they're hearing coming in their ears. And I've listened okay. to, like, real-time, like, sessions of, of people using the Estes method, and there's some really 
really convincing evidence that Hmm. there is some kind of communication going on here. It's so I I, want to try that maybe at the Myrtle's plantation when we decide to go. Uh, Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on. So um, curious. What are your favorite paranormal topics? Like what gets your, your knickers twisted? (laughs) Um, mostly just, uh, I don't know, probably shadow people. Hatman, pretty. You like that cool. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Not it's just because kinda... I've been talking your face off about it for the last three months. No. no it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's creepy, it's, man. It's, yeah. yeah, it's creepy AF. Yeah. It's, uh, I like creepy. Okay. Okay. When I... other people are telling me about their creepy experience, I don't want to experience the Hatman. I want to see. I want to see like, you know, Torque's ghost or something walk walk through the you, house you do, i don't you do want to see that i would like to see that yeah. but i don't want to see i don't want to see hat man in person <laughs> i don't know if you have a choice <laughs> if they want to see you you gonna see them okay yeah i i don't know i um i talked a little bit about about this in the last episode that i i might be kind of comforted to see a shadow mm-hmm. person just mm-hmm. because like in my mind that answers like this big philosophical question about life and death and what exists beyond our perception and reality is there more like almost just that in itself would be like i don't know proof to me i I don't know what they are but i think it would be proof some comfort in knowing even if the experience is a little scary yeah afterwards yeah Yeah. well um so okay i know the answer to this next question but we're going to go into something that uh, we started talking about last night have you ever had any personal paranormal experiences? Um, other than the ghost hunt that we did, nothing really, mm-hmm. me personally, nothing too significant. I mean, every once in a while, I, I swear I'll see like a, you know, some kind of shadow move from a periphery <laughs> and, and you look and there's there's nothing. Really? Or, or, um, Why is it only now I hear about these oh, things? I don't know, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't happen. It doesn't happen like every day or anything. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, and the stuff just happens so fast you don't even yeah. really, like, think about it. Yeah, and then, you know, or sometimes it'll just be, like, alone in the house and swear you hear somebody say your name or something like that. You know, that's happened uh, maybe a handful of times over over my life. Okay. Um, did used to live in um, a house with my mom when I was probably 13 or 14, um, and she had some experiences in the house. Um, I never did. I tried to. I'd sit in the dark and hope something happened. Um, but it was, uh, it was about a block and a half from a graveyard. So who knows? Um, but yeah, she felt like she was lying in bed one night and felt something grab her leg. And then there was a couple of times things had been moved around in the cupboards. Mm. Um, but yeah, I never wanted to. I was jealous. <laughs> so that's how you you were you were open to it and you would sit alone in the dark and w- would you like you know talk to it and be like get take me like <laughs> <laughs> nothing that dramatic <laughs> show yourself, show yourself. <laughs> i command you um so yeah i don't know so, i mean it's possible i'm mean, just only uh uh i mean it was like like a block and a half from a graveyard one of my friends later on had a had experience in the graveyard no kidding. No, was, so you yeah. think maybe it was it was directly connected to the graveyard, or do you think it was the house itself? Um, well, the graveyard incident, um, I think, was more of THC mm. than than paranormal. That sounds that like was, a good story in the was, making. Well, it was the uh, same same graveyard. Just a couple of years later, where like uh, there's a group of us, like 16, 17, uh, decided we're going to get high together for the first time. 
And uh, so I figured might as well do it in the graveyard because it's within walking distance. Perfect. Um, so there's four of us. And uh, one of our, it was me, uh, Dick Dick. It's not his, not his birth name. That was just <laughs> what we called him. out. That was our term of endearment for him. Uh, Ron, and I think it was Joey, the underweight lover, Joey D. Oh, dear. Um, okay. So, yeah. So anyway, there's four of us, and we go to this graveyard. And uh, apparently Ron smoked way too much. And we're just walking through the graveyard, and um, he just falls to the ground, starts screaming, It's got me! It's got me! <laughs> And like, he's totally convinced that an arm came up from one of the graves oh. and was like grabbing him by the ankle. Oh, and that's the worst. And, too. Yeah, that's the worst so, kind of paranoia when you're then, on that. Yeah, and so like, Dick Dick like grabbed his hand, and was trying to pull him up, and Ron's trying to pull himself back down. <laughs> and uh, so finally, finally, Ron stands back up and he just wraps Dick Dick in a big hug, and he's like, "Oh my God, Mike's my best friend. You saved my life. <laughs> saved, saved my life." So it all ended well. Uh, not so much. No? No, no. Because later on Dick we're... Dick Dick died? No, no. We're uh, even worse. Oh, no. We're, we're driving around uh, later that night because uh, girls wouldn't talk to us. Um, so no. the next best option is just to you know, drive around because I had a fast car. So I'm like, all right, we'll just go drive around trying to see if we can get a... <laughs> see if we can uh-huh. get a... See if we can get in a street race. What else are we going to do on a Saturday night? Oh, right. Yeah. Gas was affordable Tacoma, back right? then. In Washington, rural, whatever. Yeah. Nothing so, else to do. Yeah. So we're just driving around, and uh, me and Dick Dick are in the front seat, and Joy and Ron were in the back seat, and we're sitting at a stoplight, and all of a sudden, uh, Joy just yells out, yo, this motherfucker's playing with his dick back here. <laughs> we look back. <laughs> so we look back, and sure enough, he's got his sweats, like, like halfway down he's not he's not like you know trying to come to completion or anything he's just back there flicking it back and forth like he's playing wait dick dick pong. was playing with no, with his ron. dick dick ron was playing ron, yeah. with ron's he was playing with his own dick oh dick. my yeah. god yeah, okay yeah well uh. see I, okay so <laughs> i would assume that that the person nicknamed dick dick had gotten that nickname because of some Stupid fuck, freaking story like this. I don't but remember no. where he got. I think he might have got he it from. He just got um, it randomly. I think he might have got it from the uh, Swedish foreign exchange student <laughs> that we were friends with. Oh, <laughs> I think he couldn't pronounce his name or something. So something like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but at that point, I think the. Uh, I don't even think he was high anymore at that point, though. That was a couple hours later. I think it wore off. <laughs> this was just his regular his stasis. Yeah. So. Now, uh, so okay, so this shocks me. Um, there's, there's a couple things about you that you you failed to mention in your bio. Uh, <laughs> one, you are. You a... knew I was a Capricorn. So... <laughs> no, you said that. <laughs> you said that. Yeah, right. Right. I thought that was the part you were talking about that you didn't didn't know. I, I mean, as horrible as Capricorns today. are, no, this is not this is not what I'm talking about. Okay, so. No, just things that people wouldn't know about you if, if they saw you, you know, just walking down the street. You are a comedian. Yeah. They wouldn't know you, you if they were listening to this podcast either. You would never they, look at me and, <laughs> and think, girls didn't made, talk to that guy in high school. You've made audiences both laugh and cry with your performances. No, Sometimes so on purpose. So you're a stand-up comedian. That's how we met. Fun story, another time. Um, and also you worked in a prison Yes. For a very long time. Yes. You were a prison guard for, what, 12 years? About, just about 12 years. Jesus. Just about 12 years. Okay, so this is what shocks me. 
that in all those years of working in a prison, uh, you were also on some school campuses guarding um, and being a comedian, going through numerous old theaters and performance spaces and all that, like that energetic kind of center of those types of places. These places are notoriously haunted and you never once had any experience like that no, here? No, I knew uh, there's a couple, the old auditorium at the prison was supposed to be haunted. A lot of people had experiences. A lot of people got killed in the um, auditorium. What? So, um, yeah. Well, oh, like just like before your time or? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A little before my time, but okay. uh, people who'd been there longer, like they'd hear, um, you know, footsteps or voices and stuff in the, in the auditorium. Wow. Um, the hospital was supposedly haunted. People people had some experiences in the uh, the old hospital, um, and I was working swing shift from four to midnight, um, and I would and uh, worked in the hospital quite a bit and uh, wander around at night trying to you know antagonize some spirits or <laughs> something. And yeah, no nothing. Never never no footsteps, no voices, no cell doors slamming. Goodness, the spirit world would, is is like lose my number. Lisa. I would Lynn. love to go back there and talk. do a ghost hunt there now, though, especially because yeah. now it's been closed for what about eight, ten years or yeah. something like that. They just yeah, that that energy just is just stagnating. It it's yeah. got no outlet or anything because yeah. there's nobody there, Mm-mm. right? Um, no, there's people on the other side of the island, but the the prison itself is completely shut down wow god that would be a dream that would be awesome okay all right so due to this current season revolving around shadow people um we we did you did start to talk about it a little bit you mentioned it a little bit but i am assuming um it would have come up before all of this had you had any experiences with them correct Mm -hmm. yes okay so uh i guess i just want to know what can you flesh out a little bit what your beliefs or knowledge about them are just at this point? Like, um, do you recall wh- what you thought when you first heard of them? Um, like, when when did they come into your awareness? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, like, was it when, just when I started talking about no, them that you became be- aware? You, you knew, yeah. Before that. Probably okay. Just, um, Again, I think it was just kind of a thing, just sort of, you know, watching a lot of a lot of horror movies and thrillers and stuff like that. I think it just sort of subconsciously just kind of, you know, just accepted. Oh, okay, this is Hatman. This probably a lot of things are based on you know people's actual experiences or yeah, old yeah. beliefs, old rituals. Um, so just kind of gradual exposure to them through um, through books and movies. Um, and I can't think of a like a point where like a it wasn't like yeah. a flip of a light switch or anything where right. it's like ooh yeah man this is fascinating like we'll find out more about that moment yeah yeah it was just a culmination of yeah just, just kind of something that you were always like aware of yeah. it was just always there but you yeah know. okay okay yeah. I don't know maybe uh, <clears throat> I don't know I think Freddy Krueger maybe the first the first Nightmare on Elm Street the first yeah. kind of um, it was pretty unique character I don't know, it was probably yeah. the first time started kind of ooh, that, people attacking you in your sleep that, that kind of <laughs> adds a new new level to it yeah yeah well it's interesting interesting enough that that movie was was based on um 
like a it's a old uh, Vietnamese um, entity that they it, they called a depressing spirit. Dacho mm. was so it is actually based on something that scientists would not say is real, but that these people found you know thought were very real. This this depressing spirit that was killing people in their mm. sleeps and their nightmares. So. Uh, just very curious you would say that. Uh, okay, so the hat man, yes, you've heard of him. Uh, I am just curious. Do you think that he, that this specific entity um, is part of the shadow figure crew, or do you believe he's something else altogether? Um, I think there's probably, like, not, not levels, but probably, like, different groups or uh, like they have different, like you know, different different choirs of angels. Like, oh, um, okay. Like different so classes. So I think there's probably some because I know like people have had good experiences, horrible experiences, experiences that didn't, weren't either really good or bad. Just yeah. kind of, just kind of. Oh, that was kind of a weird thing to see, and on with their day. Um, so I think it's probably, I think it's either one person or one entity. Mm-hmm. Um, just manifesting itself um, in different ways, depending on what it wants to do, um, or it's just like different uh, different breeds, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, some some malevolent, some some benign, and some just probably some maybe just wandering around, don't even know what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, it's a tough tough question to to answer ultimately i hope i get there at some point but yeah just curious what you thought thought of that okay i so, like the idea of it being just one per or one one entity just, one just, entity. just manifesting itself differently. oh Maybe. like as in he it, the hat man himself is like manifesting there's, there's himself only... as all of the shadow people or he's right yeah oh wow yeah. okay yeah. okay Ooh, just for scary his own amusement. Maybe it's like a some kind of vengeful entity like what's his problem man i don't know it's probably like some kind of uh, i don't know paranormal uh reality show that ghosts <laughs> sit around and watch on can't miss tv it's just it's like the uh the hat man is like the uh the paul brothers of, <laughs> of the paranormal just going are around are those the house pe- the, guys the, the, the youtube guy the, the one that just fought mayweather and doing stupid pranks on the oh. on the interwebs oh jeez no. yeah yeah so <laughs> i mean it could, could be something like that this, hat man uh, is uh yeah, he's just a, he's a prankster He's a prankster. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Just going around amusing himself. Hmm. And... Rosemary Ellen Guiley might have agreed with you. She thought mm. they were the Jinn, which which mm. were the all time notorious pranksters of 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 everything of all time. Um, okay, man. Uh, all right. So we're we're getting to the end of of this uh, this episode. So, we're running right up to the time. I didn't so know we started. I know it's all been just like chill, right? <laughs> So we're the just best warming up. Interviewer ever. This is this is your pre-interview. Uh, we're uh, we're getting ready to go. Okay, In hit three, record. I'm ready two, now. One. Okay. Uh, my name is Lee, and I'm a believer. <laughs> okay. So so okay. So to wrap all this up, I thought it would be fun to ask you some like speed round questions that I have not asked you before. That you don't know what these are unless you've been peeking oh. over my shoulder. No. No. And uh, I I just want you to. It doesn't mean like it's got to be a fast answer, just that whatever first comes to mind and feel feel free to like verbalize it and go into it and extrapolate or whatever you want to do for each answer. It's only five questions, uh, but we'll just uh, kind of go through these and then we'll wrap it up for today. Sound good? All right. All right. So speed around questions. Number one. What do I win? <laughs> what's, what's what do you win? What do I win? 
Uh, you don't have to be Capricorn for a day. That's a loss. You have to be Aries, which is the best sign. Mm. Hatman's Aries. <laughs> oh. All right. Number one. On a scale of one to ten, one being everything has an explanation rooted in science and logic, and ten being it's a ghost world, we just live in it, where do you sit? Eight. Okay. Not specific to ghosts, but uh, I don't know. I think this whole thing is just a... You err on the side of of supernatural, of paranormal. Um, yeah, I think this whole nice. thing is just a simulation and none of it is real. And we're, just, we're just one of... Simulation one, talk. One of, I have uh, to have you back. Yeah, just one of many simulations. Right. And anything, anything is possible. And okay. We're alone in the universe and life is pointless. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. Two, what convinced you that the paranormal is real? Um, <clears throat> no specific event or anything. Just kind of like, like we talked about earlier. Just um, you know, growing up, being exposed to exposed to it, and um, mm -hmm. movies, books, um, playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, um, and just like the people around me having the same interests. So it just kind of talk about it or watch movies related to it or recommend books to each other. Okay. Um, so, yeah, no specific event, just kind of a culmination of just growing up around, just a around part of that it. and yeah. just being open-minded to to all possibilities, really. Okay, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And and maybe maybe nobody around to shut that down for you, to yeah, shut that down was, that open mind, to that say was probably, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All Even right. if they didn't believe it themselves, <laughs> everybody, like nobody tried to shame me yeah, for it or anything yeah. like that. Well, I think that's important on a, uh, in a lot of th areas of life to, uh, you know, encourage growth or new thought or anything, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> All right, number three, if you were a ghost, who would you haunt to scare and who would you haunt because you didn't want to leave? Uh, obviously, the second one would, would be you. Am, am I? I'm, I would, I'm gonna I would, have to deal I would with your be, I would be your. I would too. be your. I would be your protector. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll do dishes while you sleep, and then you'll Aww. wake up, and you'll be like, "Who broke into my dishes?" It'd be kind of like gaslighting, but in a good way. Oh well, I kind of like that though. Gaslight yeah. me. Yeah. Do so my I just, dishes. Uh, put like a. Put like a food in the in the I'd like go to Cheesecake Factory and put some cheesecake in the fridge Will and then you'd you? wake up and you'd be like, I don't remember buying cheesecake, but this is delicious. Lee, <laughs> he always gets me a slice of cheesecake whenever he goes to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> it's the sweetest thing, and I never um, I never think I want cheesecake until he brings it to me, and it, it is delicious. Nobody oh ever God. thinks they want cheesecake oh, until the they crust, see it. The crust is the best. The crust is the best part of the cheesecake. Okay, who would you um, haunt to scare? Um, so, so many. Who's on the parking lot list? I don't even know if I could narrow it down to... One. Um, does it have to be somebody I know personally? No. Or, so it could be like a, anyone. Um, probably Donald Trump Jr. The smack. Oh, you want to go for the junior? Okay. <laughs> yeah. He. You know. He, <laughs> oh he's, man! He's and he would be so. Smug. And he's yeah. And I he think he would be he, so high, like the paranoia would just kill him. Yeah. And, just, and he. Oh. I mean, he looks like a straight up coward. So <laughs> it's not so much they hate him. I just think he would be the easiest target to scare. So gotcha. I would have to okay. put in the least amount of work. Okay. 
All right. All right. Because I think I'm going to be lazy even as a ghost. You're going to be a lazy ghost. I'm going to be a lazy All ghost. All right. Well, that's that's okay. I mean, you're dead. <laughs> like, it, you do whatever you want, man. All right. Number four. Is there a paranormal topic that you just hate or think is absolute bollocks? Mm. Not really. I think they're... They're all just as valid as any okay. other one. Can't really think of anything that strikes me as like, okay, this one doesn't make any sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And number five, final question. Supposedly, the UFO disclosure is happening June 26th or 27th. It's I can't remember the date. It's the end of June. What do you think will be revealed? Probably no more than we know already. Really? I don't think there's going to be any definitive answers. It's going to be more, uh, yeah, we saw this, we can't explain it. We saw this one, we can't explain this one either. Here's some more stuff that we saw that we we can't explain. Um, I mean, even if they knew, I don't think they would really tell us, and I don't think they they know. Although Resident Alien is a a good show. I wish that was a documentary. (laughs) It is a good show. I'm, I'm missing yeah. it right now. I, I I need them to come back uh, for the next season. Yeah, I need it in my it, life. Yeah, because I think I don't know. I think Men in Black nailed it with just that um, um, the Tommy Lee Jones line where they were talking about like why the aliens haven't revealed them themselves. And Will Smith was like, people are people are you know intelligent. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Lee Jones, uh, yeah, a person is intelligent. Yeah. People are. Uh, you see what people do yeah when they, yeah when, yeah when a whole population gets scared about something or... yeah it's that it's a weird like herd mentality mob mentality it's very start putting gasoline sometimes into garbage bags and <laughs> oh my god mm-hmm. gas in the bags mm-hmm. and now the one didn't somebody try to fill a paper bag with gas probably Wasn't there something probably yeah. i guess where i read something like that like, people oh, were using like plastic Lord. tubs and... <laughs> And that was that was for the virus. Like, can you imagine if the, like oh. an actual on well, national TV, like a spaceship came down? They say, "Hey, we're here to help." <laughs> I might I might stop pumping gas into my plastic bag for a second to look up and be like, "Hmm." Oh, and then there was a burger shortage after that. Did you hear that? It was mm-hmm. it was like a just a blip on the radar. It mm. was it, it was happening, and then it wasn't. There was a like a milk shortage and the the yeah I I don't know man I can't keep up at this point. <laughs> all right, all right. I guess that's gonna wrap it up for us today. Uh, thank you so much, darling, for being my my first guest today. Um, you are the best. Uh, before we go, are there any projects or websites you want to promote to my two listeners? Um, <laughs> uh, where where can people find you? Um. Um. Right now, I'm mostly just working on um, our film projects and trying to finish up the ghost hunt that we did. Um, everything is on right now. It's still under Passionate Apathy Entertainment on YouTube, uh, Instagram. Mostly, mostly where we're at. Just the um, just the little short horror films that we've been doing. If you want to check them out, they're like minute and a half, two minutes long. Uh, and then hopefully, just got some tinkering to do with uh, Dead Life, the ghost hunting. Little, little series that we started uh hopefully have that done 
I don't know, like in a month or so. Just got to finish up. We moved before we got a couple of interviews done that we needed to do. So I got to try and see if I can catch a Zoom interview with a couple people and then drop those in. Yeah, we still need to, we need to reach out and do those remote <laughs> yeah, <laughs> interviews and yeah. then it'll be done. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's about it. And then what was the handle? Uh, do you know offhand the handle for Passionate Apathy on the Instagram? Is it at? I think it's Passionate Apathy Ent, just E-N-T. Pa- yeah, Passionate Apathy Ent. I, I think that's right. Okay, yeah, so you heard him. Get on there. Follow us. Uh, follow along. We're going to be doing some really cool stuff um, before the year is out, um, and that should be a lot of fun. Maybe we'll end up putting some stuff on our Myrtle's Plantation visit. Mm, that would be cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe we could do a do a live podcast from Myrtle's while we're Ooh, up there. I think do we a, should. We could, a, we could do a live stream. I think we should. Yeah. Yes. You're going to be my return guest, my first return guest. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, that's going to do it for today. Uh, no final note today, you guys. I, I didn't know how long this segment was going to end up being, this being the first time. So I, I didn't prepare any deep final message for you all to mull over. Apologies. But uh, I shall be back in two weeks with our regularly scheduled programming. We will do one final lesson episode before the season finale and my ultimate conclusion on the Shadow People. Uh, what the heck are they? Where are they from? What do they want? All that. It's going to be good. I might be drinking some margaritas during the recording to celebrate actually finishing a whole season. It's, uh, it is the bane of the Aries existence to never finish a goddamn thing, but I'm going to do it. Um, and then going to take a much needed break before launching into next season where I will be covering the Mandela effect, which is fascinating stuff. Um, If you have enjoyed today's episode and would like to be on the show yourself, this is my invitation to you, my fellow skeptical believers. Reach out. Message me. Let's get you on. Let's let's chat, fam. Just hit me up on the socials at at ParanormGirlPod or email me at ParanormGirlPod at gmail.com. Um, I'd, I'd really like to keep the conversation with a believer segment going. I swear I will get better at this interviewing thing, and I hope to uh, add also an episode specifically talking with a full-on skeptic, a non-believer, if you will. So if that sounds uh, more up your alley, reach out. Let's have a chat. All right. We will be back in two weeks with the next show. Until then. Can I say it? Yeah, I know you're chomping at the bit to say it. Go for it. Okay. So give me, give me an action. And action. Stay safe. Keep that nightlight on and sleep with one eye open.